Welcome to Heart Space, a show that gives you tools to live in alignment, connect to your intuition, and lead from your heart. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, intuitive life and business coach, and my mission is to empower you to build a thriving business that brings you freedom, abundance, and joy, and allows you to make an impact by following your heart and sharing your truth. This is where you discover how to step in your power as a heart leader, follow your soul purpose, build an online empire, and create conscious wealth and abundance for yourself and your community. All that by serving the world. And let me tell you, this world needs you, your heart, and your light. So are you ready to light up the world and make it a better place? Let's do this. Hi, my loves. I honestly don't even really know where to start today for this introduction. Um, I want to take some time, though, to thank you all so much for your feedback on episode number 50 and for all your kind words for HeartSpace's first birthday that was last week. It really meant so much. It means the world to know that you are loving this podcast, that you like the episodes, that some things really resonate with you and inspire you. And I've heard so many beautiful things. So thank you all from the bottom of my heart. And now, um, although I don't really want to talk about this, I feel that it's needed. We are going through some challenging times right now. There is so much fear and uncertainty around the virus um, and we're all dealing with it in our own way. To be honest, I have had to take some time a little bit off, um, just a weekend mostly, off social media and off my phone most of the time because of everything that's happening and it's really overwhelming it is um, so uncertain we don't know what's going to happen we don't know how long it's going to take and what really I'm afraid of is not the virus in itself but really the reactions around it and what's happening in response to it and how people are reacting how the world is going and what it's faced with right now that's what's scary to me mostly but I keep on reminding myself that this is the change that we've been talking about and feeling what's going to happen for a while now and there are so many different ways to see this so many perspectives around it Um, and I've talked about this already a little bit to me the virus is an energy and it's neutral it's not good or bad it's really what we make of it yes it will affect some people more than others and we need to do what we can to protect ourselves and our community and all that but what's really interesting is how times are changing and so I want to remind you that there is a bigger plan going on right now. There is a big shift happening in the world. Now, really, the whole world is feeling it. Um, It's very unlikely that things are not going to change moving forward. And I hope that it's going to change for the better. So 
I guess what we're experiencing right now is really a new paradigm, a paradigm shift moving into the new way, the heart way that I've talked about a little bit. And so many people have been talking about this, spiritual teachers um, all over the world for a long time now. And there are a lot of theories and a lot of ways to explain this. But right now, it's the shift, the shift into the new paradigm, 5D, um, the awakening of the divine feminine as well that is taking over and the crumbling of structures, old ways of doing things, old systems and belief systems, all the things. Um, and I don't want to go into too much detail because it gets a little bit heavy sometimes. But if you're interested in this, reach out and I can share more information about that um, and resources and people who do talk about it more. Um, but for now, I just want to remind you that there is something bigger preparing itself. And right now it's scary. Right now it's uncertain. Right now we're faced with all this heavy energy and fear. But First of all, do what you need to protect yourself and your energy. And this is a perfect time to really slow down and take some time to reconnect to what truly matters. Ourselves, our loved ones, connect to each other, ground ourselves and help each other share from our hearts and to really just protect our energy, protect our health by eating nourishing foods and staying as healthy as we can on all levels, not just body, but also mind through meditation and doing things that will calm us and calm our nervous systems. I shared a um, tapping video on my Facebook group and also on my Instagram. So if you want to go watch that, it will help you with the fear and anxiety that we're going through. And it's really important to calm our nervous systems and not give in to fear too much. We can feel it because it will be there sometimes, but then have the tools to calm ourselves down because that's not healthy to be in fear mode too much. So that also on an emotional level and a soul level, so doing things that feel good to you, sharing, connecting, talking with people, continuing to do what you love, listening to music, creating, dancing, moving, all the things that will help you stay in alignment. And this is so important right now. And also as heart leaders, I feel it's really important that we continue doing the work we're here to do. Yes, it's okay if you need to take some time off to recenter yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed and not sure, then by all means, take some time to yourself, protect your energy, create some boundaries, um, take some time to slow down and just be and connect to your heart, to your own divinity, to your higher self. Maybe you want to connect to source, your Akashic records, to the earth as well. And that's really the medicine that we all need, that the world needs. That is absolutely essential. But then continue showing up as much as you can, bigger, brighter. Be a leader, a heart leader. Share from your heart, share your words, your art, your creations. Everything that you want to really do from your soul, share that and express that because the world needs it now more than ever. So even though we're tempted sometimes to just kind of shut down and stop doing what we really want to do because of outside circumstances, 
I'd say now is the best time to do it and it's the most necessary and needed time to do it. Um, People need that. The world needs it. It needs you. It needs your light. It needs your love. It needs your heart. It needs the medicine that you're here to share. It needs your creations and anything that you really feel called to do. So step into your power now. It's really calling us to do this. Step in our light, our power, our hearts. So let's do this together and let's help each other and really support each other now more than ever in these times of uncertainty and fear and darkness it is really really important that we stick together and stay kind and respectful and encourage each other and yes feel it when you need to and talk about it if you need to share your experience be vulnerable but continue to show up okay So I think that's just what I wanted to share now and I'm actually really, really excited for this conversation that I'm bringing you today with Erin Eber because it is so powerful and so needed and I think it is the perfect time for this. I actually had this conversation with Erin a few weeks ago and we really connected on Instagram um, I think a few months ago and we started talking and sharing messages and stuff and we really connected on a deep level and I feel like I know her and that we're friends and it's so nice to do that and then we got to talk to each other and have this conversation for the podcast which was amazing and I think we could have gone on for hours but we had to kind of keep it to the point and as short as possible but it was amazing and so a few words about Erin she is an awakening guide how amazing is that She uses the medicine of sound and cacao and she calls the sound healing work frequency healing or toning as well because she uses her voice to channel healing and transformation by intuitively reading the person or group's energy and then channeling what's being asked to transform. So that's amazing and super powerful and she actually did a toning for just me and her before our conversation and so I got to experience that firsthand and it was amazing and so powerful and I can't recommend enough for you to check out her frequency healings on Instagram and also she has I think some on Insight and YouTube so I will link some in the show notes so that you can check it out because I think this is really really needed right now. Um, She also uses cacao as I said to support people in uncovering the full expression of themselves and uncovering their creative gifts and if you guys know me and have been following me on Instagram for a while now you know how in love I am with cacao and I mean the um, ceremonial grade cacao so not just the hot chocolate or the kind of the regular cacao that you get in the store but the ceremonial grade cacao which is very different and very powerful and I've been using it very regularly now and I can feel the effects and I feel the power and the beauty and the love that the spirit of cacao holds and I can't wait uh, for you to listen to today's conversation because I am so excited that we will get to know more about what it is 
through Erin because she really knows cacao very well and has been working with it for years. And so that, this is a really exciting conversation for me and I'm really excited to share it with you. So seriously, guys, I highly recommend you just check out Erin after or while you're listening to this episode because she shares beautiful, beautiful things on her social media. And I've also had the pleasure to attend a virtual cacao ceremony she did um, last week, I think it was. Um, And it was so beautiful. So whether you get to go to one of her in-person um, events or just listen to her frequency um, healings on Instagram, online, anywhere you find them, or um, do like one session with her as well, I think this is so powerful and so needed right now. So give it a go, listen to her, follow her on Instagram, and connect with her. She's an amazing human. So without further ado, let's bring Erin on. Hi Erin, thank you so much for being with me on HeartSpace today. I am so excited for this conversation, literally. We've been wanting to do this for a while now and I think it's the perfect time. Me too. I think there were some uh, gods at play there making sure we had this conversation at the right moment. (laughs) Absolutely. And the first question I'll ask you, which is the same question I ask all of my guests is, what was your morning ritual routine whatever you want to call that today i love that um so my routine today was very similar to how it is most days which is that um almost as soon as i woke up i actually listened to a recording of one of my own tones (laughs) which is so funny that i do that but i have a few in particular that i really love from um, events that i've done um one that i've been listening to quite frequently is from um a group call that I did recently with a close friend of mine and the power of what came through was just so um, in alignment for me that I listened to it almost every morning now. So I listened to that and then I made myself a cup of cacao, which I have here um, as I chat with you. Mm. So that was pretty much most of my morning today. <laughs> oh, so good. I love having, I mean, I love cacao, you know that. Um, and I love having it, especially in the morning. So I right now, It's the evening for me, but I have my cup here and I'll have a few sips with you. Um, But definitely, I love having it in the morning and it's become a beautiful part of my morning. And thank you so much for your recommendations. And I've been asking you so many questions uh, and you've been really helpful. So let's talk a little bit about what you've been doing, what you're doing right now. um, And if you want to kind of take us through how you got to where you are, all the things. I don't know where to start even. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's so funny. I'm all over the place. Um, (laughs) So people are always like, where do we even start? Um, Because I do a lot of things, as I'm I'm sure you introduced um, in the intro. But um, I mostly consider myself an awakening guide. Um, And so everything that I do is in support of the current awakening that's going on on the planet Mm. and um, people's individual awakenings. Um, I was lucky enough to have a lot of guides and mentors myself who um, really modeled for me what it is to show up to 
um, the individuality of each person's journey and um, what it is to truly meet people in the depths of where they are. So um, with everything I do, that's my intention. And I've picked up some really cool things along the way, one being cacao, um, which I just think is the most incredible space holder, um, which is why I still work with it. It's funny, for me, a lot of modalities fall away pretty quickly. You know, I'll play with something for a little while and then I'll be like, yeah, okay, this ran its course, I'm done now. Um, and cacao has just stood the test of time with me. It's been with me for probably about seven years now. Wow. And I was led to it in a very serendipitous way. And I've even had breaks from it at times. Like it's just led me on this whole journey of, you know, how to use it, how it wants to be used um, and how to put it out there as this support tool for people. And it just resonates with so many hearts now because, mm -hmm. you know, we're moving into such a more heart centered space mm -hmm. um, in the world. And so it's been really fun for me. Um, but along the way, I also use something that I call vocal attunements. Um, sometimes I call them frequency attunements. I tend to have different names for it. Um, so we'll talk about both because for me, they're very intertwined. Um, you know, cacao is actually what really opened me to doing vocal attunements on people um, in a bigger way. And so, yeah, those those two modalities these days, um, along with human design as well, mm -hmm. um, have been sort of my main offerings of what I'm up to. And when I work with people in sessions or in groups or at events, um, these are the tools that I use. Mm, I love that. And I... I love seeing people because, okay, so I love seeing people who are really um, the opposite of how I am, which is focused on one thing. But I also love seeing people who are like so similar to me in that way and love to explore different things. And I feel like we're kind of the same for that in different ways, obviously. But I love to try this and this and this and I want to learn all of it and then it kind of you know some things will stay some things won't and that's fine but I'm a little bit all over the place too so it's so good to, <laughs> to see how well you're an MG right yeah I am us us manifesting generators you know we we're all over the place <laughs> I know it's totally part of the deal isn't it <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah definitely I love how you've combined all of that and it's become your thing and that's you know what you are good at and what comes from your heart and that's what we're all about so before we dive into talking more about cacao and toning is that how can I say toning is fine Yes, oh, toning said. is perfectly fine. It's funny because I keep trying to change the name of it because I'm I'm hope I'm trying to help people understand what it is. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I just always end up calling it toning because it's just an easy way to. It's an easy word. Yeah, it's an easy <laughs> word, and I think it's easy to remember. Remember, right? Mm -hmm. Which is kind of good if um, you want to spread that out. Um, but yeah. before we talk about those and dive deeper into that, yeah, I'd love to talk a little bit about what's happening in the world, the awakening and all that and see your perspective on that. And yeah, oh. I know you have a lot to say, so. Oh, it's just like my favorite topic these days. Mm -hmm. I I love that that's the first thing that you wanted to talk about because um, often that topic gets almost pushed to the background a little bit. Um, but for me, the current shift on the planet is really just where all of my excitement and energy is mm. and it's one of the reasons I love doing the toning so much because for me 
yes, I make pretty sounds and, you know, they, the concept of using voice has been around for a long time. But the reason that I really started using toning, especially in the last year or so, has been because I have found that there's an interwoven frequency in the sound for me personally, that is a frequency that overrides the current state of where humans are at. Mm. And so the main pull for me has been this frequency that I actually spent last year, I stopped working for about five or six months and just spent about five or six months in this kind of like download state of what this frequency was all about. And it was communicating with me and mostly in in experience, not so much in words. Um, But it was communicating with me just, you know, that there is this much bigger way of being human, being born on this planet right now. Mm And historically, creation and the human experience has been all about pain and suffering. It's been in a lot of very uncomfortable and small energy. And we're in this moment in time where we're being given opportunity to evolve from that and step into this state of creation that is has the spotlight on love and has the spotlight on joy and expansion and the parts of ourselves that we haven't given much credit to historically as human beings. Um, And pretty much all of us, minus a few awakened masters, have come in with a very heavy karmic package of that pain suffering story. And so much of my journey, and I'm sure we'll get into this, has been about deep diving into that pain over and over and over again until I walked through so much of it to the other side that I was free from it. And when I went through that transformation, I actually spent a couple years on the other side being like, what do I even do now? Because I can't, I'm not buying into this story anymore. So like, I can't even call myself a healer. I can't, you know, say that I'm helping people because like, I don't even actually believe in any of that anymore. Like none of it made sense to me mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, make sense of it obviously didn't go very well. My brain kind of did like a short circuit explosion kind of thing, like stop trying to make sense of this. <laughs> and then it put me into that download state of this frequency. Um, so I've been playing with what that wants to bring forward ever since. And using cacao and toning and all these magical tools has given me um, a vehicle in which to deliver this frequency to others and open them to their biggest selves. So very often when I work with people, I tell them like, I'm not healing you. I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. I'm holding a space where your biggest you is able to get in, is able to take root in a way that it hasn't been able to because of our own, you know, up, which hasn't been any of our faults. It's Mm. been a completely unconscious thing that we all just came in with. Um, But there's, Um, an evolution from, you know, even being on a spiritual path or um, healing ourselves or all of these words that we've used that are quite linear Mm -hmm. um, to a bigger space that's available. So that was a lot. I just threw threw a lot out there, but this is definitely one of my favorite topics right now. And I think it's so important. And even just um, one of my goals is to just be a model of that in the world mm-hmm. so that people know that it's possible um, and that awakening can begin to open in their own hearts. 
Mm, so beautiful. And you say this with so much passion and clarity and you're so articulate talking about it, which is not every day that you hear this, which I love. So thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, thank you. And would you be open to talking a little bit more about your journey through that pain and how you, how it kind of shaped you and some of the things you've learned along the way? Yeah, you know, it, um, it's been a long journey for me. I got, I got started on this path um, when I was around, you know, I was a teenager, um, but it was all very serendipitously aligned, you know, like it was definitely all set up from bigger perspective, Aaron, you know, <laughs> wanting to make sure that I got where I needed to go. And I actually believe that's true for, for all of us. Yeah. You know, I believe that we have um, the biggest part of us up there pulling the strings, um, sure. even when things are uncomfortable or not good. <laughs> um, it's usually opening a door to something that um, we're really wanting to open to and realize and embody. Um, and I had, um, you know, just many mentors along the way, especially when I was in a lot of pain, which was in my mid twenties, I was living in New York. I had a corporate job. I was very unhappy and very lost and, um, was really just going in and out of an inner shamanic death all the time, mm. but I didn't know. Mm. So here I was very depressed and very unhappy and, and being very hard on myself at the time. Like, why am I always struggling? And why is everything always so hard for me? And, um, not really understanding the bigger picture all the time. Um, and so walking through that journey to the other side was really what created the biggest transformation in my life. Um, and so I'm a big believer in, you know, trusting our lives and trusting what is presented to us mm -hmm. um, because of my own journey and the fact that, you know, I spent a lot of time not trusting my own path and not trusting what was being presented to me because it was very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And we don't like discomfort, mm -hmm. you know, it's not... I've never been good at it. I don't know if most people, you know, are good at it. So, so, yeah. But it but it led me to so many magical things along the way, um including cacao, you know, which was um I went traveling in 2012 um when I had finally reached my limit of what I could handle living in the regular world um in New York. And um, that was a very magical, serendipitous uh, journey, sometimes very hard. But I was taken originally to Peru, where I worked with plant medicine, and had a very specific opening and ending with that. And realized I didn't want to work with psychedelics, that it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. um, and ended up in Guatemala, where I fell into cacao. Mm -hmm. And immediately as soon as I drank this cacao that this was a very different cacao than anything I'd ever had before and I ended up living in Guatemala for about eight months drinking cacao almost every day crying a lot because at the time I had a lot to let go of and um, knew when I left Guatemala that I had to take it with me and spread it to other people um, you know, because cacao is a plant spirit like any other medicine. Mm -hmm. And it was um, communicating with me a lot and very in tune with me and, and just, you know, telling me, hey, like, take me out, spread me to other people. And um, yeah, it's just been with me ever since. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And since we're talking about cacao now, 
and mm-hmm. it is sometimes referred to as plant medicine as well, right? And we talk mm-hmm. a lot about plant medicine these days too. We hear a lot about it. Can you kind of tell us, especially for someone who hasn't maybe heard about cacao, or never tried it, um, the difference maybe from that? Let's start with that, if that's fine with you. So yes, the difference between this cacao and regular cacao? Yeah. So that's a great question. It's usually the first question I get. Um, And I will tell you that there is a huge difference. I wish there wasn't. I wish we lived in a world where all chocolate was super Mm -hmm. high quality ceremonial chocolate, but unfortunately we do not. Um, So the majority of chocolate in the world is very processed and they strip it of most of its nutrients and active compounds in that processing. Mm -hmm. It also is made from mostly hybrid style cacao beans, um, which can taste delicious and obviously make great chocolate bars and you know hot chocolate and things we love to consume, but it just doesn't have the same levels of theobromine in it. And theobromine is the main active compound in cacao that gives it most of its nutritional quality. Um, there are many other things in cacao too. Um, we have anandamide, which is referred to as the bliss chemical. Um, we have something called PEA, um, which is referred to as the love chemical. And these are all things that occur naturally within our own bodies, mm-hmm. but cacao has them in such high quantities that it boosts them uh, within our own bodies. So this is why cacao is a super safe thing for us to consume. Mm-hmm. because it's not giving us anything we don't already have. Um, and it's a vasodilator and, you know, it gets our serotonin levels up and it does all these things that are just so good for the body when it's consumed with all of those natural compounds mm-hmm. intact. So the type of cacao that I use is cacao that has been specifically created with the intention of being ceremonial level cacao mm-hmm. to maintain all of these active nutrients. Um, so there's a man named Keith, um, and this is the cacao that I only work with at this point. Um, he created a company called Keith's Cacao, and um, he was actually one of the original people working with cacao and bringing back the concept of cacao ceremony, um, because unfortunately that had been lost um, for many years, um, even within the Mayan traditions. And now the Mayan traditions are working very actively to bring cacao back into the things that they do, which is incredible. And um, there's all kinds of things happening, you know, with the different, um, you know, Mayan shamans at Lake Atalan, um, where there are people working with it ceremonially again. But when Keith first started working with it, he couldn't find anyone who was working with it ceremonially. And so he went on, um, you know, really long journeys to try to discover who was still using it. And he could hardly find anyone. He found a few tribes like in the jungle hidden away. And he has some really cool stories about that. (laughs) But um, he ended up just communicating with the cacao spirit directly as to how he should share it. And so he started finding the beans that would produce the best cacao, which are Criollo beans, which means native. but they're a smaller bean. They don't produce as much, they don't yield as much. And so traditionally they just didn't get harvested as often as the hybrid cacao beans. So he found people still growing Criollo beans in the old way. He um, created his own processing method, which included very, very lightly roasting it, just enough to kill the mold, to get the shells off. Um, There are people that he hires that hand peel all of the cacao 
Um, and it's actually a really beautiful operation of local women oh. who they pay directly. Mm. Um, they pay them before for the weight of cacao before it's peeled so mm. that it's like, you know, they don't feel like they can't take out anything that's bad. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just this really beautiful local operation that maintains the quality of the cacao. Each bar is hand blessed by Keith. They still pack it themselves. Wow. Um, when I lived in Guatemala, I used to participate in cacao packing all the time. It was like just a thing we would do after ceremony. It was like, who wants to stay and pack cacao? <laughs> um, so it's a really special operation. Um, and there are other brands out there now producing ceremonial um, quality cacao. Uh, to be honest, though, I've never found one that has the same levels of impact in the body as Keith's. I'm hoping that changes. I want there to be more kinds readily mm -hmm. available to people. Um, but for now, this is the brand that I trust um, to really give that punch and that impact. When you drink it, you're definitely going to feel it. And yeah, so that's my very long answer to what the differences are. It gets very complex as you can hear <laughs> yeah well thank you for for sharing all that because I, it gives a really good overview of what it is of course I'm sure we can go so much deeper and talk about it for hours um, and I have a few questions about that so the first is what are the effects that you can kind of I mean it's different for everyone obviously but what are the effects that you can kind of expect when you're drinking kelp yeah so there are some pretty normal effects, but mm -hmm. I, I do always tell people to not have a lot of expectations because of everyone course. will feel it very differently. Um, and every time you drink it, even sometimes you feel it differently, which is really incredible because it moves whatever energy is there to move for you in that moment. But you will usually feel an overall body relaxation as your blood vessels dilate. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, especially when they first start drinking it, will feel their heart race a little bit. Mm. Um, and, and sometimes people get a little nervous about that. Like, oh, my heart's racing. And I always recommend just to breathe into it for a few minutes and pretty much always it calms down. But I find that the body gets really excited mm -hmm. when it first starts using cacao yeah. in really good quantities. And um, so there's this like, you know, kind of high that happens for yeah. people when they first start drinking it. Um, people also usually feel a sense of their hearts opening. They feel more connected. They feel more in their bodies. I jokingly sometimes call this an Adderall replacement because <laughs> especially in the right dosages, I feel like it just gets you so focused on whatever you're doing, um, whether that's connected to your, connecting to yourself, connecting to other people, maybe working on something, doing a creative project, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, it just will open that for you. So those are pretty typical side effects. Yes, I love that. And it's so true. It really, like from my personal experience, it just really gets me motivated and very different from coffee, though. It's not that level of, uh, it doesn't kick in the same way. It's more like expansive, heart opening and very creative, right? That's how I feel and focused. That's really important. Um, and I mean, do you recommend having it every day or not? Or having it more in a kind of a ceremonial, like in a ceremony, I guess, only? You know, every person is different. Mm -hmm. One of the benefits of drinking it in ceremony is that I think it really opens more doors of what it's there for, for you. Okay. Very often when people drink it by themselves, 
and this is not always true for everyone, but a lot of people won't take the time to actually really sit with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always recommend that people do that. You know, we all have busy lives and we're going about our day and so you drink it, you might take a minute or two and then you're like, okay, on to the next thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that's really magical about this cacao, as I said earlier, is that it will move whatever is there to move. So that means stuck feelings, um, you know, suppressed uh things living inside of your body, whatever it is, it will probably come up when you drink Mm -hmm. cacao. And I always am really amazed to see what happens with people the first time they drink it. Um, I remember once I had a friend who we drank it, we took a moment, we drank it together. um, And then we just went out and did, you know, whatever we were going to do that day. And like maybe three hours later, he just was telling me all these things, you know, that we're coming up about things in his life and he's crying and he looks at me and he's just like, I don't know why I'm crying. And I said, well, cause you drank cacao today, you know, like it's yeah. gonna, but it's usually good release, you know? So yeah. I always tell people to embrace whatever comes up. Um, because you know, you'll have that little cry and then you'll be like, wow, I feel so much better. Um, so yeah, it's really important to allow whatever moves to move. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and are there any kind of, less desirable kind of side effects in terms of like physical sensations or anything like that headaches I've heard that but do you ever notice any kind of physical symptoms that are not so desirable after drinking it (laughs) that can definitely happen and also I realized I didn't actually answer your first question so my apologies (laughs) um but this goes along with the side effects so it's perfect with the if you can drink it every day um and the answer is you have to listen to your body And so this is why um, it can bring up side effects. Um, A headache side effect means you're dehydrated Mm -hmm. almost always. So cacao is a diuretic. It will dehydrate you if you do not rehydrate. So I always make sure that people know drink plenty of water. Like Mm -hmm. drink like two to three times the amount of water you think you need when you drink cacao because otherwise your body can get dehydrated and you can end up with a headache. Okay. Um, the other possibility for a headache is that um, cacao can interact with certain antidepressants. Mm. I don't see this happen very often. Um, in fact, I've never seen it in one of my ceremonies, but I have heard stories from other people about it. Um, so it is something that I always check in with with people um, if they're on antidepressants and if they are what kind, because it's really only specific um, kinds because cacao has something that we call MAOI. Um, inhibitors in it and it will interact with certain okay this this only happens in very high quantities though oh, okay, like if you're okay. drinking like a lot of cacao which is why you would never see it with like a chocolate bar or mm-hmm. you know something for sure of that nature um so i have heard of that before um some people will feel a little nausea and okay. what that just means is slow down don't drink it as fast um, okay. as maybe you're drinking it um, this only really happens when people drink very high doses though, from what mm, I've seen. Okay. And it's usually something that wants to move energetically. Yeah. So in my experience, whenever someone has nausea, we do a little energy work and like, boom, they're fine. Okay. Um, so, but it's really important to listen to our bodies with any medicine and mm-hmm. cacao is a medicine, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I've had times where I just can really feel my body does not want it. And mm. it's just not the medicine for that day. Okay. Um, and then I'll have, you know, like a year where I'm drinking it like every day. So it just <laughs> depends. Okay. Makes sense. Thank you for that. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I'm thinking if I have anything I wanted to ask, I'm sure there's so much about cacao. Oh, how do we prepare it? There's so many ways you can prepare it. Um, the way that this cacao comes is in a block. And so it does require either chopping it up or um, sometimes I like to put it in the food processor and, and pre-grind it mm -hmm. so that it's just ready to go. Just makes it a little easier for measuring. Um, and then a ceremonial dose is once you've got it ground up, six true tablespoons or 42 grams of cacao. That's a very large dose. Um, so I always recommend the ceremonial dose when you are going to be in meditation. Um, maybe you want to like really journey within yourself for like a few hours or, um, or you're going to be in ceremony. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas about a half of that I call a creative dose. It's a little bit just more for the day to day, um, okay. to open up your creative channels and have a good time. But the easiest way to make it once you have it ground up is to just pop it in the blender with whatever you like to mix it with. Um, so for ceremony, I usually just mix it with hot water mm -hmm. because it's very thick. So, mm -hmm. you know, you don't necessarily need anything else. But on the day-to-day, -day, sometimes I just like to mix it with a nut milk um, or whatever things that I'm very into consuming in that moment because cacao is what we call a carrier medicine mm -hmm. and it will amplify and support whatever you pair it with. So maybe you're rebalancing your hormones and you're loving having maca involved in your morning routine. So you could put maca in your cacao. Yeah, I put maca in mine. I love it. It's a great one. It goes mm -hmm. really well synergistically together. Mm -hmm. um, but anything that like I like to put um, non-psychedelic mushrooms, uh, you know, <laughs> in like mine as well. I, I have to say that because whenever I say mushrooms, people are like, what? <laughs> Um, and you know, vanilla and cinnamon and a little bit of sweetener, you know, whatever mm. you love, um, throw it in there. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can't wait for people to actually try it. Um, and I think that definitely it's probably best to, to try it first in a ceremony where there is someone leading or something. So you have a real experience or do you, is it fine to start on your own and just experiment that way? I mean, I guess it depends on the person. I just answered my own it's question. It's totally <laughs> fine to start on your own. Uh, you know, I've heard amazing stories from people where the first time they drink cacao, they do it by themselves and they go on a deep, amazing journey just alone mm -hmm. and that was enough and okay. it was perfect for their first time but they're just different experiences um when you do it in ceremony you tend to feel really connected uh to the people that are there mm -hmm. and whatever they're sharing and it just opens up a different kind of connection so it really depends what you're looking for in that moment and um, both are great in totally different ways mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing all this information and knowledge that you have um and I think we should probably start talking about toning because I would all, I would go on with cacao the whole time. But let's talk a little bit about toning. <laughs> no, that's perfectly okay. I mean, they work together for me. And this is why I love them mm -hmm. so much. And actually, I should uh, mention that if you are interested in working more one-on-one um, -on -one with cacao and learning more about it, I do lead actually a six-week, what I call cacao deep transformation course. Um, and I'm going to be doing my launching at the end of April. I haven't set the exact date yet. Um, but 
it's um it's such a juicy experience of getting to not only learn all about cacao um and you know get all the information that you could ever want about ceremony and cacao but you also get to go on this really magical journey with the other people in the group we meet once a week for ceremony on zoom um and then i use toning on the calls to Mm. call in healing and transformation and whatever is there for all of us as well so it's like it's a super magical experience and wow. I love leading it. So um, if you're, you know, feeling called to it and you do want that support in the journey, that's available. Mm, I'll um, put the links to that um, when you have them. Yeah, in the show notes. thank you. Yeah, but um, toning for me really opened through my use with cacao. And this is one of the things I think is so special about it is it is a space holder for discovering your creativity and what you're here to share with the world. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many stories I know and I've heard of people that started all kinds of ventures and companies and Mm -hmm. things while they were working with cacao. It's just this amazing, it has this amazing ability to open people to their gifts. Mm -hmm. And so when I was living in Guatemala, I'd been a singer for my whole life um, and always used music um, in different capacities. But I was in Guatemala, I was at ceremony and Keith, who's very intuitive, just said to me, Aaron, make a sound. And I was like, okay. And I just (laughs) opened my mouth, made a sound, (laughs) just some random sound. And half the porch started releasing things and somebody had an entity that suddenly came up that needed to be cleared and people were crying and people were letting go. And I was like, oh, okay, something's going on here. And that was what sort of opened the door for me for um, recognizing that there was some gift in me using my voice. Mm -hmm. And um, so I started playing with it and I used it in my healing work with people one-on-one for many years, Um, but I kind of used it sporadically. It was like when it felt right, I would use it, and when it didn't, I wouldn't, and um, it's just been in the last couple of years, and since what we talked about at the beginning with this download of the frequency, Mm -hmm. that I've really stepped into using toning as my main modality, and um, it's just sort of energetically taken me over since then. Mm, You allowed it to just take you over. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? It felt really good. So (laughs) it's like follow what feels good and exciting. And so how do you, do you do mostly, and you don't, you do online and in-person, right? Sessions. Yes. Sessions. Yeah. Is there a difference? I'm actually moving. You know what? That's, it's a great question. And it's one I get all the time. And to me, there's no difference. Mm -hmm. And I have never had anyone tell me there was a difference in their experiences. Mm -hmm. And I ask people just to always be kind of checking in. And like, even for example, I had two sessions last week with um, people who originally found me through live events. So they had experienced Mm -hmm. me live and then they were experiencing me online. And both of them told me they had more powerful experiences working one-on-one through the internet actually than they even had at the event, Mm -hmm. Um, which is just amazing to me, but also makes sense because Mm -hmm. it's the quantum field. And the thing about the toning work specifically is that well, yes, there are these beautiful sounds and um, there is a energetic frequency in the sounds themselves. There's also just a download that's being opened to through the quantum field when I do the toning work. And it's the doorway that opens that black hole into whatever needs to come through for the person that I'm working with. So this is why we can do it 
distance yeah. and it works just the same. So I actually have been moving the majority of my work onto Zoom just because mm-hmm. it's so convenient and yeah. it's, um, I'm also very nomadic and so mm-hmm. that helps me in my moving around be able to work with everyone I want to work with. Um, but I also get so much out of doing live events and I've been doing a lot of them this year and hopefully more going forward. Um, you know, wherever I am, I try to set them up as much as possible just because it's fun to do things in person too. Yeah, it is. I agree. It's fun to have both Mm -hmm. because it's so nice to be able to work online and I totally, I'm totally like you. Like I love that freedom and it's just like takes less time because you just, you know, have the session and it's good for, for, for us as the practitioner and also for the other person because they're busy in their lives right so they don't have to do much and go to a place and all that but then the the events in person you get that deeper connection and you can actually talk to people longer and get to know people and that's so nice too i think they really go well together and i'm i was definitely lacking that part and i'm starting to move into it as well so i i totally see what what is you know happening for you as well so I love that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I had a question I always tend to forget like have a blank at this state (laughs) in the in the interview but I was going to ask you oh yes I know sorry (laughs) um where can people who want to kind of have an idea because we said you won't be toning live in this episode but where can people actually have a listen to you know your toning and that's usually the first question because people are like, like what is she even talking about? <laughs> but um, the two places right now to experience my toning, one is I have um, a free, what I call align and clear tone on Insight Timer. Um, and that's a simple toning download to just clear out your space and get you into alignment with whatever um, is there for you in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second place is just through my Instagram. Um, my Instagram is just my name, Erin Eber. And I do have a few tones, um, one for karmic clearing, I believe. And I can't remember what the other one is, but I have them on my IGTV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are there. Um, I'm also going to be releasing some tones that are a little bit more involved, like a course style, um, pretty soon. And I'll be announcing that on my Instagram. Um, ones that I've done for different things that just are calling me to be shared, um, in a bigger way with the collective. Um, you know, or you can work up or work with me one-on-one yeah. or set up an event, but, um, to just get a sense for what it is. Um, those are the best ways right now. And, um, I actually even would love to share the reason that I was yeah. not going to live tone is because, um, I find that with toning, I can always tone in the moment and just call things through, but it really works best when I'm using it very specifically for things. So when I'm sitting with, you know, 10 people and I feel into and read their collective aura Mm -hmm. and what their souls as a group want to call through. Mm -hmm. Um, And so even the tones that I release, um, like my aligning clear tone on on, Mm -hmm. um, Inside Timer, that tone came to me and said, make this and download this. Hmm. And so I did, you know, and so certain ones have different objectives almost Mm -hmm. like they want to be used for different things. So I find that sometimes like I could very easily right now 
talk to you specifically yeah. and come up with a tone for you, but it wouldn't necessarily be for all the listeners. Yeah. So yeah, this, I just like to explain that so people Absolutely. get even a deeper feel for what this is all about and, and you know, what it's bringing through for them. Yeah. And so just to mention, I'll put all the links for people to find your, you know, on Insight Timer and of course your Instagram, obviously, so that they can find that. And we did do um, a toning to kind of align ourselves before the conversation today. So that was really nice. And I had that experience. And I also listened to, um, I listened to one on Instagram and I listened to the Insight Timer one, which was really powerful. So I for sure recommend them. And it's just magic. And I don't know, it feels like is it is it like that but when you're talking about the tones and all that it seems like they're almost like some entities like i don't know how to explain like, when i'm working with the akashic records sometimes there's it's not in sound but is it kind of like that i think it is you know it's um i wouldn't necessarily refer to it as entity mm -hmm. it's a little bit more um just other dimensional frequency mm -hmm. and vibration okay. And so what I found actually with the toning is that um, sometimes people experience it's it's there's a whole spectrum of experiences that happen for people where sometimes people experience it and they really see what's happening to them. And then and they're very amazed by it. Like they'll be like, oh, like I saw all these things happening in my field and all these things opening and I feel like a different person and this, that and the other. And then other times people just go wow that was really nice and I'm not really sure what just happened but I just know I feel really good you know and mm -hmm. it's like this wide variety yeah. and also different tones can open different things for different people so I think it's definitely um an opening to a different dimension mm -hmm. that sort of brings through um that person's you know biggest possibilities and biggest expression of themselves in that moment um, and it gets experienced in different ways and the different tones affect them in different ways. And this is one of the reasons I love doing it in a group. Mm -hmm. Um, it's because I find that when I work with one, like I, I just did, um, a small group recently where, um, one of the people in the group had, before we started said, well, what's the difference between doing a group and doing individual? And I was like, well, you know, in this small group, if there's someone else in the group that needs something that you need but maybe wouldn't have opened without that person there mm -hmm. you're going to receive those benefits and that's exactly what happened and um this person even said to me afterwards you know i really get it now because when you were working with the person next to me i could feel it almost even more than i felt the one that came in wow. for me um so it's got this sort of magical quality mm -hmm. in that way where but um yeah, it's definitely tuning into to a different dimension for sure. So magical and beautiful work. And yeah, um, have you, you said you always, you were always a singer. So it was always easy for you to use your voice in that sense? Well, yes and no. Actually, singing is what got me on the spiritual path because mm -hmm. when I was a teenager, I started having a lot of vocal problems. Okay. And I didn't know at the time, um, you know, that singing was my connection to my soul and my source. I just knew I was miserable and thought that my life was over if I couldn't sing, you know, oh, wow. and couldn't share mm -hmm. music. And so that was what led me to um, 
all the alternative things because I went on this quest to heal my voice and to find wow. solutions. Um, and so I've definitely had an up and down road with music and with singing mm -hmm. and, um, you know, feeling uh, very held back from it for many years. Um, and still to this day, I, I believe that I will share more musically at some point mm -hmm. um, in song. And when I work with people every once in a while, songs come through. Um, specifically, I, I have a friend that I did a session for when she was about to give birth and her baby soul communicated a lot during the session. Wow. And one of them was a song and it was the song oh. she wanted to have when she was coming coming into the world. So um, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and I've I've channeled songs for people on their birthday, like to honor who they are, and so it seems like that's um, the way music is coming through for me now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I've had many ups and downs with my voice, and you know, my ability to sing mm -hmm. and how strongly it's coming through. And it's been kind of my barometer in a lot of ways for okay. where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's kind of, it's magical like that. And I think that's why a lot of people struggle with vocal stuff actually is because the voice is so sensitive um, and it really will react, um, you know, if it's been shut down or traumatized in some way mm -hmm. or, um, you know, there's just, there's a lot that goes with the voice and sharing. Yeah, so. I know. That's why I was asking. And also, I don't know if you've, you probably know if you have like this kind of had past life experiences where you used your voice or couldn't use your voice. Do you have any, anything to share around that? Maybe a few things. I'm sure I do. Yeah. I, I've never, um, it's funny because I had a phase where I got very into past lives, but then I also, there was sort of this knowing in me that, you don't need uh, to, you know, know. to not, yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. you don't really need to go back there. Let's, mm -hmm. let's not do that. You know, like mm -hmm. you've been there, you did it, like you're good. Um, I'm more pulled actually to what I've done outside of this planet. Like, you know, I, I feel very connected to other uh, planetary systems that I've been mm. a part of. Um, and uh, star systems in particular. I feel very Amazing. connected to stars. And I know that I've had many lives as a star, creating stars. That's definitely been in my wheelhouse. But wow. I've definitely had some traumatizing human lives, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I think most of us that are here doing healing work and yeah. figuring out our way with that have probably been burned at the stake at some point or, yeah. you know, strangled at some point or, you know, not allowed to share our truth. So, that's a, and that's a whole part of that karmic package that I mentioned in the yeah. beginning, um, you know, which things like the Akashic Records are so helpful for people for because, you know, we all sort of are given this karmic package when we come here of like, hey, could you help the collective work this out? Thanks, you know, and mm -hmm. it's, um, <laughs> you know, so there's definitely been yeah, a journey there for me for sure. Yeah, no, I totally get you. Um, I also like, there's this knowing around something experiences from the past or also maybe different I don't know I haven't really looked into that so much uh different dimensions and systems star systems and stuff like that but I think that there's no really need to unless some people some people do have that but for me I haven't really felt the need so much to go back and focus on it so much but totally mm -hmm. get you yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it comes up if it needs to. I think so. <laughs> like, like with everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, we don't have much, much time left because I don't want this to be too long. But do you want to say a few mm-hmm. words about your work with human design or is that aligned with you right now? Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because I... I I go in and out with how much I'm talking about human yeah. design and and the main reason is um it's very popular right now and I feel like it tends to take things over yeah it does um, a little you bit know? yeah but I love yeah, it yeah it does and like, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's it can be you know a lot but that being said I love human design and it has been such a huge help to me mm-hmm. and personally and with the people that I work with. So I do offer what I call a human design toning session. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always knew when I got involved with human design that I was going to use it a little bit differently than mm-hmm. most people use it. So I use it as a doorway to deeper understanding for people about themselves. Um, and I find that it grounds things in for people in a way that not a lot else does. It just has this magical ability for people to understand how their own energy system works. Mm -hmm. Um, And it makes it very digestible. So I love looking at people's human design charts when I work with them. It makes my life so much easier to even know like what type someone is, what open centers they have, like what might be going on in their system that could be creating struggles or issues. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like to use it in that way. So I, when I give readings with it, I give people the informational aspect, but I like to make it a conversation. I like to open what's there for people and then do a toning to sort of realign and call forward whatever might've come up through talking about it. Because I found in the beginning, I was just doing straight readings. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, people would be almost like overwhelmed with like the bucket of information you gave them. And like, what do I do with this now? You know, Ah. Um, so I felt like that was a really nice way to wrap it up is to include a toning at the Mm -hmm. end that just clears and realigns whatever came up through learning about their human design system. But I just think it's so much fun. And, um, I love looking at the ways that, you know, even just the people in my life are affected by it. Mm -hmm. I, when I know someone's type, things just start to make sense about that person, you know, like, oh, well, of course you want to do it this way because this is your type. This is your authority. This Mm -hmm. is your strategy, you know, and it just, um, knowing in my life, like who's a projector and, and who's a manifester and who's all these things makes everything just, um, you know, make a little bit more sense. And sometimes that's really helpful for our minds to get it. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Totally. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and there's no need to get too like caught up in. I mean, it's really interesting, but there's no need to put like so much pressure sometimes on yourself to to like. Ah, I don't know how to explain this, but like I feel like sometimes people get a little bit caught up, like with everything, right? And there's no need for that. It can be helpful and it's fun, and and that's the point, I think. Definitely. And I think if it's causing you any amount of stress, Mm -hmm. it's not helping and just ignore it. And I tell people this all the time. I had a a client recently who uh, was kind of stressing out about, you know, her type and what it meant. And I do find that very often when people feel that way, it's they're usually 
misunderstanding their yeah. chart in some way. Yeah. And I find a lot of my job is to just bring clarity to what it really means, mm-hmm. um, especially projectors in the following the invitation, right? Like mm-hmm. they can get very stressed out about that. Like, but what if I'm not getting any invitations? And I always say, you know, listen to what you know to be true for yourself above all things. So never take what a system tells you above what your own truth and your own inner knowing is telling you. And I think that's so important. And so even when I give a reading, it's like I get in the mental space of, of, you know, Mm -hmm. which I find fun and and in my chart, actually, I have a lot of that. I'm a, I'm a one profile. So that's, you know, we like to make sense of things. We like to be an expert, right? Yeah. So it's fun for me to put it all together and give someone all the juicy information. But then I always reach a point in the reading where I'm like, okay, we're done with that. Dropping into the intuitive mode only, mm-hmm. you know, taking the mind out of it. And like, let's go into what's below that and what's beyond that for you now. Um, and I think it's really important to find that balance. Love that. I think that's for everything in life, right? So yeah, thank you for sharing this. And before we wrap up this amazing conversation, and it was so helpful on so many levels, and I'm sure everyone listening will get so much out of this. But so before we go, I have two questions for you. So I think I want to ask you what, if the term like heart, leading from your heart or being a heart leader, how does that sit with you and what does it mean for you? I love that question. I just got chills all over my whole body when you said it, which is always a good sign for me. I know, me too. Um, too. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Um, You know, I believe that this is where we're moving as a species Mm -hmm. and in humanity. And I, I resonated so much with it when I saw you talking about it, um, which was, I think, how we even started talking because I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I want to talk to you about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, I think it's because we're just moving into a new era where people can really embody the truth of who they are and who they are here to be in the world. And what I believe happens when we do that is, um, you know, not not everyone is meant to lead in the same ways. Mm -hmm. Um, We all have our own magic of how we are here to be guides and leaders and way pavers. Mm -hmm. And with some of us, it's in ways that maybe aren't even as noticeable um, to the naked eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people that are literally just so steeped in being that, you know, they live the, their lives almost in like an isolated beingness, but they have a vibration to them that is yeah. just so powerful and they're being a heart leader in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's not out there, maybe on Instagram. Absolutely. Or, you know, in the that we tend to notice these days. Um, so for me, being a heart leader is um, opening and aligning to um, the truth that you're here to share and the being any essence that you're here to embody mm-hmm. and knowing that that is enough. And this is something that I, I preach about a lot is just the enoughness of our own essence. Mm-hmm. And there's so much rhetoric and story out there right now of what makes us enough and people feeling that pressure to be um, impressive in some way or successful in some way. Um, when the truth is, you know, the fact that we exist and that we are even here in every moment as human beings makes us worthy and makes us enough. Mm-hmm. And I've been shown that so many times in my own journey um, and felt it so many times in my own body. And then I go out into the world and there's just the complete opposite story being thrown at us from every direction and every angle. Mm-hmm. 
So I believe it's really important to find ways to come home to ourselves and to trust the process that life is unfolding for us above all else and um, uncover that leadership from the heart that lives within each one of us. And we all have a role to play in this awakening that's happening. So each one of us has something there that's calling us forward. Amen to that. Thank you. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love how you shared that. And it gave me chills the whole time. So mm. yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and so the last question is, how can we support you? You mentioned Instagram. We can find you there. But how can we support you? What can we do to support you? Oh, I love that. That's such a sweet question. Um, well, right now I'm really on this mission to connect with more people mm -hmm. and um, share my work in a bigger way um, because I just feel so lit up about it. Um, and so I'm putting out as many um, events and offerings as I can. Um, but yeah, I think definitely just um, follow along. And if things call to you, please feel free to share them with other people. Um, please reach out to me. I'm, I'm very much enjoying collaborations at the moment, mm -hmm. um, which actually my human design chart is very set up for collaborations, so it makes sense. <laughs> um, but I just feel like uh, the working togetherness aspect of moving forward is really, really important um, yeah. because we do all have, a, you know, whatever our magic is to share. Um, so please reach out if this speaks to you. And um, I'm going to be releasing, uh, obviously, more information on my course, um, which is just a super magical way to learn more about cacao and also go through an, a personal transformation mm -hmm. with the toning work. Um, and also, as I've said, I'm available for one-on-ones if this calls to you. So, you know, um, whatever speaks to your heart and please don't be shy and don't hesitate to reach out. Yes. Thank you so much. And all the links that um, are needed to reach out to you and to find you and to have a taste of what you have out there, the work you have out there in the world will be in the show notes again. And this was amazing. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm so happy we got to talk today of all days <laughs> because yes, we tried a few times too. and it didn't work, but it's always <laughs> for a reason. And it was mm -hmm. perfectly in line today. So thank you. And yeah. yeah. Thank you. And thank you for the work that you're doing in the world to bring more heart leaders forward and step into your heart leadership. And I mean, it's definitely not... Um, unnoticed and it radiates off of you and it's really beautiful to um, just see more examples around me and I'm sure everyone feels that way of people owning who they're here to be and stepping forward unapologetically and and it really it resonates from you so I really appreciate that oh thank you well it's the same with you and everything that you're doing and we can really feel how authentic it is and you shine so bright and you're so passionate about what you're doing. And it's just like this, I don't know, I've been drawn to your energy since we connected and asking you all the questions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, we kind of know each other and it's really fun. So thank you, thank you so much. Mm -hmm.